Hello there. Welcome to the How to Market Your Horse Business podcast. I am so glad that you're here with me today. In case for new friends, my name is Denise Alvarez. And to tell you just a bit about myself, I have a business called Storm Lily Marketing, where I get the honor of helping horse business owners like you convert your website visitors into your customers. And I do that through coaching and website design and content, as well as email marketing strategy and a brand new membership where I help you with your social media. And here's the thing. I get that not everybody gets excited or loves marketing and that you might even listen to this podcast maybe a little bit begrudgingly because you know that marketing is something you need to do, but you don't necessarily love it. But that's why I'm so glad that you're here because what I love is to help you through a mix of step-by-step strategies and basic how-tos so that you can see what's possible when you market your horse business, but also so I can guide you through that process to help you make it happen. Now, I've got to share something with you. Last weekend, so actually, I just got home yesterday as of the time of this recording, I had the awesome opportunity to attend Road to the Horse down in Fort Worth, Texas, and it was so much fun. My parents and I and my son rode down there, and thankfully, my mother-in-law actually lives down there, and so we were able to stay with her and her husband, and we had just such a great time. Now, in case you're not familiar with Road to the Horse, and in brief, I'll give it to you in super brief. It is a Colt starting, they actually call it the world champion Colt starting competition. And so in it, you have three different horse trainers and they have, they each have chosen three Colts when they get to the event and they each have the opportunity to train their Colt in a set amount of time. Starting, we started Friday and then Saturday, and then on Sunday, they actually have an obstacle course and some certain things that they have to do, and they are judged, and then there's, of course, a prize at the end. And the cool thing is the past couple of years, they've added what's called a wild card competition, so you also get to watch three other horse trainers that are vying for a spot in that major championship. And so we actually got to watch six different trainers and just get to see their unique approaches to working with horses, to working with colts that were essentially untouched. And just to get to see their process from the beginning to the end and to see, obviously, that's the very early part of that horse's training, but just to see what they can do in three days and that partnership that they can build up and the work they can do and also just how horses are so different, as you all know. And so it was just really neat. I had watched many of those trainers on TV or at least online on YouTube before, but some of them are actually new to me as well. But either way, I learned something from every single one of them. And so I want to share some of those things with you all, because here's the thing. Each thing that I learned while they were talking about horse training, so often they would be teaching and sharing, and I would think of you all, my How to Market Your Horse Business podcast listeners, and I would think about how that applies to you all as well. So I want to share with you some of the tips and takeaways from Road to the Horse and how they can apply in your own business also. All right, so let's go ahead and jump into that. So the first takeaway from Road to the Horse is that consistency pays off. 
Now, this was something that more than one trainer said, so I'm not going to give credit to any particular trainer on this one because many of them said it because, as you all know, it's certainly true when it comes to horse training. They were talking about what you communicate with your horse needs to be consistent. You can't ask for one thing on, especially in their case, they can't ask for one thing on that first day and their first time in the round pen and then go back in on Saturday, the second day, and ask of it in a different way, and then on Sunday, even a different way. The horse isn't going to learn anything that way, right? And again, this is not a horse training podcast, so I know that you all get that. But here's the thing. This also applies to you as you market your horse business. You're going to have to be consistent. It can't be something that you just do by the seat of your pants every now and then. Now, especially I thought of you and your social media. Because so often I hear people saying, how do I get a lot of engagement quickly? How do I get a lot of followers fast? How do I get a lot of sales fast? And I get that. I absolutely do. But here's the thing. Social media, remember, is social, which means it's about building those relationships, which also means it's a long-term game. It's a long-term strategy. And honestly, good marketing is as well. You're going to have to serve consistently. You're going to have to educate people consistently. You've got to build up that trust by posting consistently. Now, I know that I'd be crazy not to tell you about this particular takeaway because I know that it's a struggle for you. I know that a lot of you have a hard time posting consistently and maybe you even don't know what to post. And so you're hearing me say, okay, Denise, I get it. I know consistency matters but I just don't know what to put out there. So yes, this podcast episode is going to give you some takeaways from Road to the Horse, but I'd be crazy not to tell you about my new Social Stride membership because it's going to help you with this problem. If you're someone that's saying, Denise, I don't know what to post. I don't know how to get that engagement. So I just want to mention this to you and make sure that you know about it because it is new as the time I'm recording this anyways, it is new. So if you need help being consistent or creating engaging content on social media, then I would love to help simplify that for you in my new membership called Social Stride, where I'm providing you with monthly templates that you can actually take and personalize to create the text for your post. Plus, we're going to do a monthly Zoom call where I will teach for just a few minutes on an aspect of marketing and share my screen to show you some things. And then I'm going to guide you through the process of scheduling your content so that you can have that consistency piece done. So, Again, we're going to talk about takeaways, but I just wanted to make sure and tell you that one thing. So if that's something you're interested in, head on over to stormlily.com slash social stride, and you can go ahead and get signed up. The April batch of member-only deliverables is going out on April 1. So if you're listening to this before April 1st, you can go ahead and get signed up and you'll get this. If you're listening to it after April 1st or on April 1st, then no worries. I'll make sure that you get that as well. So stormlily.com slash social stride. And of course, I'm going to have all of these takeaways listed out for you and a link to social stride on the show notes for today's episode, which is going to be stormlily.com slash 26 for episode 26. All right, so let's get back to our takeaways. So your first takeaway from Road to the Horse is to be consistent. The second takeaway is that lists are a great way for you to communicate. 
Now, here's where I got this. When Craig Cameron, so he's one of the trainers there. Each of the trainers had the opportunity to do a very short clinic for an hour. So I don't even know if I call it a clinic. I think they actually called it maybe a demonstration, a clinic, depending on what they wanted to do. They got some freedom on that. So in Craig Cameron's, he talked about four things that he looks for in all of his horses. Now, he also talked about a specific list of exercises or maneuvers that he puts all of his horses through to warm them up for every ride. Now, Wileen Davis talked about three different types of riders, and she also talked about some specific traits that she tries to embody, and they all happen to start with an F, which is a really good teaching point. So how does this apply to you? Why did I pull these things out? Because are you a riding instructor? Then when you are teaching, I think it'd be really smart of you to look for some ways that you can communicate with your students by using a list or a process of some sort. How can you break it down into easy to recall steps for your students? That's really going to help them to soak it in and help them to remember it. Or when it comes to marketing, if you're sending out an email to your list, how can you organize that information so that it's easy to consume? It doesn't necessarily have to be a bulleted list, but maybe you can use some headers or some bolded text to break that up. Now, what about your social media? Instead of writing a post that is three or four paragraphs long, or maybe is five to 10 sentences and one huge paragraph, I want you to look at how you can provide that information in the form of a bulletin list to make it easier for people to read. Or maybe you can even use a little emoji or icon, something to break that up and make it like a list and break it up so that they can consume it. Because when they can consume it, they're going to remember it and they're going to remember that you're the one that gave them that value. So your takeaway and my takeaway even from Road to the Horse was to use list to help us to teach important concepts. All right, takeaway number three is to use giveaways to collect email addresses. Now, there were a variety of booths at this event. So some trainers, some products, some services. And of course, I know you won't be surprised by this. The ones that had giveaways of some sort were more successful at collecting email addresses than those who just maybe had a clipboard sitting out on a table that said, sign up for our e-newsletter, which there were a couple of those, but not many. And I know that you're probably not surprised by that. But here's the thing. It's a good takeaway because not everybody does it. Are there places that you're going where you can provide a takeaway, or I'm sorry, where you do takeaways and also provide a giveaway so that people will want to sign up for your emails? Now, here's the thing, though. I want you to make sure that your giveaway is related to your product or your service. And the reason is that's going to help you filter out the people who are just kind of addicted to signing up for giveaways. And we know who those are. And you don't necessarily want those people on your list. You want people that are going to be interested in what you have to offer, who are actually going to buy from you in the long run and open your emails later on. And so I want you to also consider how you can use these giveaways and the little pieces of paper that you're having them fill out as a way to learn more about your audience. So the best ones that I saw were actually asking questions related to the product or service that they offer. So depending on what it is that you have, can you maybe ask how often they ride? Ask if they own their own horse, or maybe you're going to ask if they keep their horses in a stall or in the pasture or something like that. Think of a question that really is related to what you offer, and that's going to provide you with helpful information so that you can serve them well. 
Now, of course, I'm going to remind you that I don't want you to be collecting email addresses if you're not going to do anything with them. Have a plan in place. How are you going to email this list that you are building long term? And it doesn't have to be weekly, although weekly is a really good way to keep in touch with people and stay top of mind. But at the minimum, when you're very first starting out, if you have to do bi-weekly or if you have to do monthly, at least do something so that you are staying in touch with your list. Now, if you need help with that, of course, like I said in the beginning, email marketing and strategy and monthly um, strategy sessions and planning your calendars, I love to help with that. So please reach out if that's something you need help with. If you want someone where you can just say, here, Denise, I have these ideas. I don't have time for the tech. I just need you to email my list for me. Then I love to do that. And so reach out and let me know. But I also have a a quick online course where you can get what you need to start building your email list if you're starting from scratch. So feel free to reach out if you need some help with email marketing, because that's definitely something I love to help you out with. All right, friends, we are on to number four. Our fourth takeaway from Road to the Horse is that clarity wins every time. One of the wildcard competitors that I told you about, his name was Craig Moore, and he talked about how training horses is like a dance. Now think about two people dancing. If the person that's leading the dance is sending a lot of mixed signals, then it's probably not going to go very well, right? And as you know, the same is going to be true when you're training your horses. But here's the thing. The same is also true when it comes to your marketing. One of the things that Craig said is that there's nothing more difficult to a horse than confusion. And it's the same with your marketing. There's nothing more difficult to the people that are on your website or getting your business card or reading your ad in a magazine or seeing you online than confusion. If they don't know what it is that you do or how you help them and solve their problems, then you're really not going to get much of a win out of your marketing. Now, we've talked about this before on the podcast. We've talked about it as it relates to your website. We've talked about it in an episode where we uh, shared your sign. So the sign that's out front um, of your pasture, maybe that type of thing Um, at a rodeo. If you're a sponsor on your business card, your social media, all of those things, clarity is going to win over cute. I promise that is the case. So how does this takeaway apply to you? Well, look back at your website, look at your marketing copy, look at your emails. I want you to read it from the perspective of an outsider. Is it easy to understand? Is it clear? Is there anything that's confusing about it? And if there is anything that's confusing, how can you look to simplify it? Because when you do that, I promise you it's going to be much, much more effective communication. All right, friends, we are on to takeaway number five, and I've got six. I think I told you that. So we're almost done here, but I've got takeaway number five from my time at Road to the Horse, and it is to always be thinking about your audience. I'll mention something else that Craig Cameron shared here. He was talking about uh, when he goes to clinics and people come to them and say, Craig, what do I do? My horse is so hard to catch. And he's been watching them at this clinic. And he said what he's thinking in his mind a lot of times is, man, if I was your horse, I'd be impossible to catch. And you know what that means? Those people are not thinking about their horse. They're only going to get their horse when they need to be worked. Or when they are working their horse, they're not doing a very good job of it. And so, of course, their horse doesn't want to come around them, right? 
Well, here's the thing. Just like you should always be thinking about your horse when you're doing your horse training or riding, even just if you own your horse and you're thinking about their care and how you can build that partnership up and that relationship up, right? Well, when it comes to marketing, you need to always be thinking about your audience. Again, are you writing a social media post? Make it clear, like I said in number four, but also write it to your audience. Think about them. Are you putting together maybe an ad for a local show? Think about your audience. What needs to be in that ad? Are you trying to decide when you should send an email or what to put in your email? Think about your audience. Because here's the thing. You can learn from other people and you should learn from other people. But then you need to go back and think about your people. Because it might work well for somebody else. But they don't have your audience. Your audience is different. It's unique. It's yours. So get to know your audience very well. And then think about them as you're putting together your marketing. Because that's why you exist, right? You want to serve your audience, your customers, your clients. So why do we do things on autopilot then without thinking about it from their perspective? It's We've got to retrain our minds. And I want you to be always thinking about your audience when it comes to your marketing. Okay, friends, we are on our sixth and final takeaway from my time at Road to the Horse. And this one's a biggie, and it really is not just related to marketing. It is about your life and my life and our business in general. I will mention Craig Cameron again. And like I said, all the trainers had some really great takeaways that I loved. But this one at the end was just such a biggie to me. And again, it's not just for marketing. So Craig ended his, and this is Craig Cameron, so we had two Craigs there. Craig Cameron ended his clinic reminding us that it's important that we talk to ourselves while we're riding. So he's actually 72 years old, believe it or not, and it was so cool to get to see him there. And he still talks to himself as he rides. And so at the end of his demonstration, he said, okay, would you like to hear what it sounds like in my head when I'm riding? And then that's what he did. He actually rode around the arena. He did a few maneuvers. And as he was doing that, he was walking us through exactly what's going through his mind as he's doing those things. So all those pointers that he's giving himself along the way, the the positive self-talk he's giving himself along the way. Now, That applies to us in such a big way because, like I said, whether we're talking about marketing or life in general, what we tell ourselves is so very important. Now, when it comes to writing lessons, this is something I have been learning lately because I, that's one of the things I actually love about writing lessons right now is I'm a multitasker and I'm constantly thinking of things that I need to do and need to get done while I'm doing some other things that I need to do and need to get done. And so when I am on the back of that horse and I'm on my lessons, I literally cannot think about anything else. I have to tell myself and focus on only those things. And it's been really good for me and life-giving to have that time that's so focused. Now, of course, I'm getting lessons, so I've also got my instructor, Jess, telling me what to do. So I hear her in my head as well. But what I'm saying is I'm just relearning the importance of that self-talk and what we say to ourselves. And the same is true as I'm working on building up Storm Lily marketing and, and social stride and all of these things. The things that I tell myself in that process are so important. Now, of course, it's not surprising to many of us that self-talk is such a big deal. I know. And honestly, it's biblical. It has been talked about since Bible times. Paul in Philippians 4.8 tells us to focus on things that are true and lovely and pure, right? Because he knows that what's in our minds has a huge impact on everything else. 
So here's the thing, my friend. When you find yourself talking to yourself, whether you're on the back of a horse or not, we're going to, from now on, intentionally consider the words that we choose because self-talk really does matter. I want you to think about what you're saying to yourself. Is it true? Is it uplifting? Is it motivating you to keep going? Or instead, are you finding yourself saying words that are discouraging? Things like, it'll never happen for me. Oh, that's good for them, but I can't imagine that would be good for me. I'm a horrible business owner. I'm a horrible writer. I'm horrible at marketing. I hear people say that. But here's the thing. You can say things that are true. Okay, I'm not so good at marketing now, but I'm going to make the choice to learn. I'm going to join Social Stride so I can do what I need to do to grow my business. All those things. Because no matter what your business is, no matter your age, no matter your external level of success, the words that you say to yourself do matter. Okay, so there are the six takeaways that I walked away with from Road to the Horse. And honestly, I could probably go on and on with lessons learned from my time there, from my time with my parents, all of it. It was all just so, so good. But these are the ones today that I wanted to share with you and hopefully inspire you wherever you're at. So if you weren't at Road to the Horse, you get the benefit of some of the lessons that I learned along the way. Now, if you happen to have been there, I would love to know, share with me what you learned, or maybe you watched, I know that it was being streamed on the Cowboy Channel, so maybe you were watching it there, or you just followed online. What are some things that you maybe learned from your time there? What did you take away? I would love to hear from you. All right, as I said, each of these will be listed on the show notes from today's episode at stormlily.com slash 26. You'll also find a link there where you can join up in Social Stride and become a member. And as always, I appreciate you taking the time to leave a review. If you happen to listen on Apple Podcasts, that is so helpful to let others know that you find this podcast helpful as you market your own business. So again, if you're not on my email list, then I would love to be able to notify you each week when a new episode becomes available available. And so you can do that at stormlily.com slash podcast. And of course, I love to hear from you. So if you ever have a question, please feel free to reach out. I love connecting on Instagram, Facebook, or you can just shoot me an email, denise at stormlily.com. Thank you so much for joining me here today. I so appreciate it. And I look forward to seeing you again next week. Have a great day. Bye.